<laughs> my voice. Um, it's normally little Ricky, but today it's sick Ricky. We're back. It's week 12 in the crow's nest. Uh, Hanker, I'm going to let you take this one away because I'm not feeling too hot, but we've got a very special guest here today. He's done, uh, well, Hanker, why don't you hit us with it? Sure. Well, I we're going to have to audible this one because neither up until now every guest we've had on we've actually met in person or at least spoke to once not the case with kevin kevin is a western ontario boy uh, but is currently holding it down in new york city Uh, so our first international first mate as well (laughs) um you can find him right now tied for first place uh, on bet pirate so he has not missed a week. He's one of our loyalist crewmates, uh, despite, you know, having never spoken with us. So we had to get him on the pod. He goes by Alabaster's Cupcakes, and I think we have to start there. What in the fuck? And where did you come up with that name? Um, hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, I wish there was a more interesting story about how I came up with that name. Um I'm kind of just a, a cheeky guy, and uh, you know, you're entering so many football pools in August that I just kind of uh, randomly pick an assortment of names uh, throughout all my leagues, uh, so uh, my identity stays anonymous the whole time until I'm ready <laughs> to reveal myself. But uh, yeah, honestly, it's just a, a random assortment of words. So sorry about that. But yes, I am in first place, and in the month, I need to win. I would like to win one month before this this week is over, and. Uh, it definitely didn't take much to convince me to uh, gamble on a weekly basis. Did not take much convincing. Well, well yeah. like, help me out here, because like, I don't know you, Hanker didn't know you, but but you got looped into Bet Pirate. You came up with an amazing name, Pirate themed. Uh, how'd you find out about us? What's the connection? <laughs> well, this Give is the uh, I think the week one and maybe week two winner, um, Pat, who I think went by Button Masher. Um, yeah. I we we grew up together, and so he uh he sent me, he shot me that link from you guys and uh it's been good it's a fun little uh I like the the interface I like the the type of questions I like the first make questions so uh it's been uh, an enjoyable part of the football season. You know this All is right. this is huge because up until now I've been heavy confirmation bias from like our closest friends <laughs> and, and you know wives and girlfriends cheering us on. So to have someone who has taken a run at something like this, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second, it's it's wonderful to see that you do kind of see what we're putting down. Uh, we are super motivated, I think, to keep doing it. We've made it to week 12. We're in the dog days of the season right now. And I wouldn't say going strong, but uh, certainly motivated <laughs> to keep keep putting episodes out. You had a podcast. So you were saying before we jumped on here, the reason you've got such a good rig, your audio quality is going to be better than both of ours. You've done a <laughs> podcast before. What what was that like? Yeah, we so me and my buddy, I think, started at the beginning of COVID. Uh, you know, same as everyone, just picking up random hobbies. Uh, I've been watching football for a long time, and my buddies, uh, kind of like you guys, kind of like you, where it's uh, just not has been watching football for a few years, but kind of uh, lightly. I guess you could yeah. you could say so. A lot of the podcasts with us just be going through um, the week that the weeks that were, and me just uh, correcting and criticizing his uh, his takes from a from an outsider point of view. But uh, yeah, we did it for a couple of years. It was really fun. Um, met some pretty funny people randomly on Twitter or 
and read and stuff read and stuff like that and uh kind of just fizzled out after you know times change responsibilities change but uh it was a good few years where we did that these random people you have on never get heated do you ever find yourselves having to stop the episode early because <laughs> people are a little too turned um most people i wouldn't say heated but everyone everyone people could generally laugh laugh it off yeah yeah eventually eventually we would try to get like at least a, a one person a team that we knew was a was a good guess but uh we never had any any high stakes drama luckily it's uh it's funny like there's you know part of the reason i even started watching football other than hayes insisting i do all the time i found there's like um, you know, back before COVID when there was, you know, consultants and stuff we were working with, or I'd, I'd speak with someone from the U.S. that didn't necessarily work directly with me, you immediately have like a common thing you can start talking about. It was like a an icebreaker, you know, as men, we, we tend not to open up, we tend not to find excuses just to call <laughs> one another. But this herein lies that reason. The amount of times no, I've called, hey, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it, de- it definitely uh, helps mend the uh, the societal break lines that we we currently have. That's right. And then I think being being Canadian football fans, especially um, like growing up in in Southern Ontario, uh, you're not tied geographically to a team. Really, you know, there's kind of Bills fans, but not really. So um, in my like group of friends, there's very few repetitions in, in football fandoms, and people are fans mm-hmm. of the most random teams. So I'm a diehard Arizona Cardinals fan, probably the only one that you'll ever uh, interface with. Um, but having, you know, these all these random assortments of teams uh, also makes for a fun um, divide a discussion amongst Canadian friends. Okay, well, tough one last night for the Cardinals. Uh, Things are bad. Uh, Down yeah. bad over here. <laughs> they're, they're not looking great. Kyler, uh, Kyler's playing Call of Duty. <laughs> At least DeAndre Hopkins hasn't missed a beat, so that's nice. Um, what jersey are you wearing? What What do you got on there? Did you miss that too? Yeah. Oh, sorry. What uh, What jersey you got on there? What are you wearing? Right now, we're rocking a Tiki Barber jersey because I couldn't bring myself to uh, <laughs> put a Cardinals jersey on. <laughs> I'm still. I'm honestly still. I'm still pretty bothered by the performance the last couple of weeks. So, uh, um, I, I'm just repping the city right now. Love it. I love it. All right, we got a hard stop in 30 minutes. So let's buzz through our questions. Are you okay to do that, Hayes? You're looking pretty rough. Uh, I can read them off and you can do color this time. Does that work? Sure, yeah, that works good for me. Okay. All right, so the week 12 slate. First question, does DK Metcalf record a touchdown? Now, are we... So obviously receiving or rushing in, you know, in the past, just to, in the off chance, we also include a passing touchdown, any touchdown of any kind, correct? Yeah. Any touchdown, any kind, unless we specify otherwise. So this one, he can uh, return a touchdown. He can rush mm. one. He can receive one. He can throw one. All right. Prop question number two, how many total points will be scored in the Ravens versus Jaguars game? And the, oh, it's an over-under, uh, 46 and a half is the line. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, the Ravens didn't put up a ton of points last week, played the the Carolina Panthers. I think the lines moved a little bit since I uh, 
slap that in. But uh, yeah, pretty conservative line. I mean, both pretty good offenses when they're on. Do you? Yeah, it's actually dropped. It's dropped down to forty three and a half today. So there you go. And what do you think constitutes that? What news do we have that would have made that adjustment? Yeah, to be honest, I, I mean, not sure. Um, sort of under the weather here, so uh, not haven't been paying attention. Make to one up like then. I normally do, but uh, it's probably because uh, Trevor Lawrence was hanging out with Sam Darnold and mm. contracted mono. Hoboken. Yeah, but uh, he he'll be fine. All right, question number three, Bengals-Titans money line. Divisional battle, as I've learned a few weeks, that makes it harder to pick. Oh, sorry, Hanker. I just forgot to update this one. It, this is not a divisional battle. <laughs> okay. um, so let's get that out of there. <laughs> it's, a confer- it's a conference battle, though. You can say conference battle. Yeah, yeah. conference battle. This, good thing I got ahead of this oh, one. I exposed sorry, myself as an idiot like three times a podcast. <laughs> That was sabotage that time. By the end yeah, of this year, I'm going to be able to do like uh, I'm going to be able to like run through each conference, but not yet. Conference <laughs> battle: Who takes it? Bengals, yeah. Titans. Who do you Huge got? Cupcakes battle. Um, that's a tough one. Titans are like the last couple of years. You know that despite not being very good, the hardest probably the hardest out of any team in the NFL. They play everyone tough, no matter what. Um, but the Bengals do seem to be playing much better lately. But uh, I think it's gonna be a little messy, a messy small small Bengals win is what I'm thinking. But definitely yes. a toss up. So that game is in Tennessee, and the line right now is uh, one and a half for the Bengals. So um, they think the Bengals are the better team, but yeah, good good point. I mean, Tennessee they're always kind of under the radar, but have been really good years past. So well, that was the, they're the, they were the worst number one seed. I mean, in a long time last year, but they were legit and won a, won a game. So it's Mm. Yep, tough exactly. to figure out. Number four, Garrett Wilson, New York Jets. Will he record over 75 and a half receiving yards? He, uh, I've been on both of my fantasy teams because I was deep into some research beforehand and totally drank the Kool-Aid that he's going to be the best rookie. Um, I don't know. I haven't been like disappointed, but I think he could be better. So this one for me would be like you said, hedge your emotions. So if I would have take the under, hoping that for fantasy, he uh, he overperforms for me. I saw a smirk really, on your really face depends. there. I mean, it really depends who's playing quarterback here, right? Let's get Flacco back in here. And prop uh, Wilson back up to that. Sorry? Do you, do you think they'll do that? That press conference that... Uh, Zach wow, had yeah, it's, uh, dude, like that guy, that guy stinks. That Zach Wilson is like the the new Baker Mayfield, where you know if he's got a nice clean pocket, you yeah. know that pass is going to be incomplete. <laughs> like, <laughs> like those those guys only look okay when they're like scrolling and from a broken play and throw across their body and magically make something happen. But like within yeah. the confines of a quarterback of an NFL offense, those guys cannot make the simple things happen. I like Flacco. I th- I think the Jets have a serious shot at making the playoffs if they put Flacco back in. I, I don't know. Like somehow they've managed to squeak out all these wins. They beat my Bills, which was just horrible, especially after watching that game. 
last week. I mean, I'm watching red zone. It wasn't on red zone once until the very end of the game, the punt return to, to win it walk off basically. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. The yeah. bears, I mean, they're not a great defense, so who knows? It, it is outside. I wonder if Zach Wilson's becoming a bad cold weather quarterback or something. This is definitely one where I might uh, submit my sheet a little bit late this week to see, because I don't know how you mm-hmm. can bet the over with Wilson playing again this week. The other Wilson, Zach. Yeah, the other Wilson. yeah Zach Wilson. They're brothers, right? Okay, Hanker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question five. Will any teams playing on Sunday fail to record a point? A shutout question. Any game Sunday. Oh, any it, any game Sunday. It, yeah, any Sunday game. I did some digging. I went back and looked. This has happened three times this year. So I want to mm. say, I'm trying to remember, week six. You said you had a great memory. You know, this is a good skill testing question. Kevin claims to have a strong memory. Self, self-claim. self uh, What were the three games? <laughs> well, uh, as I'm looking, sorry, it was week eight. That's the first clue. It's a team. Uh, hmm, they've got a superstar wide receiver that left a team that was really good. Uh, well, really good to stretch. Had an MVP quarterback, um, and they got absolutely pounded by the Saints. So the first one, week eight, was the Raiders versus the Saints. Raiders didn't put up a single point. And then there were a couple early on, maybe week two. The Colts have to be one. Yeah, Colts week two. Yep, Colts week two. And then without scrolling too far here, it's got to be week four or five. I remember there being three of them, so... Uh oh yeah so Lions. week week 5 the Lions against the Patriots. So there you go. And that was the Lions after being the number 1 offense in the NFL going into that game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's true, that's true. Kevin, are you you're in a couple fantasy leagues you must be. You gamble yeah. on it. Yeah. How's uh how's your team shaping up? Are you Dude, are you, you know what? I'm having one of the best fantasy seasons of my life only because Everyone declined every trade I tried to give them going into the year. I was so high on guys like like Javante Williams, Cortland Sutton. I was big on like the whole Broncos team. I was trying to get I was trying to get rid of like Barkley for a while. I was trying to trade away Kelsey for whoever would give him. Um, I just like all of my takes that were wrong. I I couldn't complete, and all the ones I was right on like just has been. It's been a good year. I'm in first, first, and second in my three leagues, which is Jeez. Uh, I'm normally pretty terrible at fantasy, which is interesting because um, I'm okay at gambling, but just something about fantasy, man. I think you know what I think it is. When I think when you're a football fan for a really long time, you have all of these like preconceived notions. So one, you hold on to guys for way too long, and two, you like compare players to like a season someone had in 2009. Like, <laughs> oh, this will be fine, and you just you really overthink things too much, which is really what my uh, what my issue is on a yearly basis okay well that uh i mean first first and second that's a pretty pretty solid little lineup it's pretty there, cool so. it's pretty cool because not normally like that yeah enjoy it and hopefully they're all money league so hopefully you'll uh you'll peel some more money out of those as well hopefully i'm at this point i'm just all shooting right, not to do the punishment our league punishment is you gotta is it you have to do a full 18 holes of golf in like a dress i believe is the punishment so, so I'm just, I'm not, I don't want to do that. I'll take second last if that's what it takes. My, so my wife want, lost our main league last year and she had to get her yellow belt in a martial art. 
Oh shit. That is which hilarious. Is, which is it, which is it, she just she got it a couple weeks ago. But it, what's so hilarious good. is like what's hilarious is it took so we went and did judo because I did judo growing up. And so we went together. But like in Manhattan, it took like four months of going two to three times a week and like <laughs> We were paying like five hundred dollars a month for us to go. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so like, yeah. like it was pretty funny, but it's funny that a punishment was just like such a long, a long grinding halt. Yeah, we have a our fantasy league has a like a huge punishment list that uh, has like weight weighted point values to the list, and you have to like complete a certain amount every year. So wow. that's one of the ones she picked. Yeah. If uh, that's hard, if you don't more. mind sneaking us a copy of that, I'd love to see it because I think we could probably learn something from you guys. Yeah, you can steal. I'm sh- I know I've sent it to Pat multiple times because it's uh, yeah. it's years of hard work. So this was our guy. It, this is kind of brutal, but we uh, oh, you're not gonna be able to see it. We'll post it online. But our guy had to recreate the uh, 2019 body cover by ESPN, oh, yeah. Miles awesome. Garrett. So. <laughs> He was ass naked and and posted it on his Best looking guy in the league loses too, thankfully, for everyone else's sake. It ended up just being a good thing for him. Like, I'm pretty sure he got laid because of it. So, (laughs) all right. uh, Next question, question six. It is Dolphins teammates. Who has more rushing yards, rushing yards only, of Raheem Mostert or Jeff Wilson? I mean, hand, interesting guys, for this. Yeah, go ahead. For for the sake of time, we can probably jet through a bunch of these. Yeah, let's pretty do quick, that. and then get to. We've the got a. Goers, but... We've got a pick'em Chargers or Cardinals. Uh, don't have any Cardinals fans on the line, do we? <laughs> yeah, hammer the <laughs> Chargers, <fun>. dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't, I mean, I was half paying attention last night, but uh, 49ers, Nick Bosa, I don't know if he was, you know, if he had a lot of sacks last night, but this question is, does he do, uh, does he record a sack against the Saints in week 12? So he he did get one last night, right at the end of the first half. Um, He's second in the league. He's got 10 and a half sacks. Uh, Matthew Judon from the Patriots up there, number one. Idiot question here. You say ten and a half sacks. If like two people, <laughs> how does that work? What? <laughs> how do you get half a sack? If two pe- if two people tackle them at the same time, they had to find a way to like start crediting it. But there's only half. There's no thirds. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, you want to get into it? Like, if you just get a hand on them. Are you in for the half a sack? It, it it's actually no. It it has to be brought to the ground. So a lot of time, guys get hands on him, kind of spins him, and he starts falling. And then another guy jumps on him and brings him to the ground. It, it'll only go to the guy who brought him to the ground. But there are cases where two guys meet him at the same time, bring him to the I ground. Just, so that's there's a lot of people that analyze the stats after the game yeah. to like confirm everything. Okay, I'm going to go so in a deep dive in... and figure out the best half sacker in the league because that is really interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll report that next week. I was in a fantasy league where we had defensive players and it, like every week there would be stat corrections. 
so you, you'd think you'd win a week and then it would no. come out like, oh, this guy didn't get a full sack. He only got a half sack. You lost two points or something. And I'd be like, oh, damn it. Come on. So that's how I kind of got, you know, figured out, you know, how that stuff works. But yeah, so there you go. Ten and a half sacks for Mr. Bosa. Only one game without a sack, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, question nine. More receiving yards on the day, Amari Cooper or Mike Evans? Receiving yards only. Are they playing each other? I know you usually like to line that up. Um, yeah. They are indeed, and that game is in the 1 o'clock slate, so uh, it's in Cleveland. Uh, Amari Cooper just had a huge week. Mike Evans, he's been a pretty steady little guy um, throughout his career, so this will be an interesting one. Final game with Jacoby Brissett under center for the Browns, maybe. So, oh, you yeah. Go. You know <laughs> week 13's questions. I'm going to have a few Deshaun Watsons. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, question 10 has to be in here. It's the touchback question. Uh, the question that separates the men from the boys each week. Uh, Eagles versus Packers have the honors. What are we at now, Hayes? What's the touchback? Yes and no record? Yeah, so um, it's been heavily skewed. Oh, God, my dog's there. Alicia, (laughs) can you get Cooper? (laughs) Um, It's been heavily skewed towards yes. I think we're four yeses in a row now. So uh, that was the way it should have been at the start of the year. Like, that's the way it goes. Yes is, you know, hits more often than not, but... For a while, this question was great. Now it's kind of looking like a dud. We might have to strip it out for week 13. All right, week or uh, question 11. Does any player in the Sunday night game score two or more touchdowns? So it has to be the primetime game. Uh, and two or more touchdowns any which way, right? Passing, rushing, receiving. Oh, no, sorry. sorry rushing or receiving only. Yeah, excluding the passing touchdowns there. But, uh, yeah, two guys. There's a lot of high-powered offensive players on both those teams. So it's the Packers and the Eagles. Uh, A.J. Brown, he's had a couple two-touchdown games. I don't know about the Packers. That Christian Watson, that new receiver, he, he's gone back-to-back weeks with two touchdowns. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. Any thoughts there, Alabaster? Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of players that you could definitely see getting two. So Watson has five touchdowns last two games. You have Aaron Jones, who um, could easily have a multi-touchdown game. And then on the Eagles, yeah, same thing. Like, I can't imagine Devontae getting two. But, uh, you know, AJ, Miles, even Hurts having yeah. two. Oh, Hurts, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. That's uh, that's an interesting one. And, and I guess... Uh, that leads us in to the uh, question number 12, the first mate question. Let's get to it. You've got the honors. Let's hear it, Kevin. All right. So my question this week is, will the player with – oh, are we doing just rushing yards? I thought we were doing rushing plus receiving. I typed it up, so it's your question. Is it rushing and receiving? <laughs> uh, I, I was going to sure combine rushing that. and receiving yards Okay. to see if the person – with the most rushing receiving yards this week was a was over six feet tall or six feet and under. Interesting. 
you, very, have to, very you, have to, you have to you have to include six feet in this question by the way too the way it's written right now there's no answer for six feet and there's a couple of guys like saquon's six foot even for instance okay I so he's Thursday, doesn't i did want to ask about this because like you know mathematically speaking you can't technically push this one because it's impossible if i want to get into the like precision of things do you want it to be six feet and over or do you is that how you like oh, it worded? i'll let you i'll let you guys make that call Okay, well, it's going to dramatically, I mean, if somebody wants to lock it right now, I think that's going to be a pretty key piece that, that you know, infinitesimally small piece of an inch is going to make all the difference. Let's, let's for the sake of, uh, it, you know, making it easy, let's do six feet and over. Okay. So are we going to have a short king or a tall boy? Yeah, do, do six feet and over because Diggs, for instance, is six feet even. Um so let's give him because it's definitely it's definitely a question skewed towards the multi-purpose running backs. Um, although you know that's really those the the, the days of multi-purpose running backs getting 100 yards receiving and rushing in game. You know, besides Eckler, kind of, like there's not really anyone that does it consistently. Even consistently, even McCaffrey, you know, is only getting like 110 yards a game. Um, you have huge spike weeks from like guys like Diggs, Jefferson, Hill, Waddle, Lamb. So like you have some wider, tall wide receivers that can really do it with just uh, receiving yards. So um, I thought it was a kind of interesting question. Not as not as easy as a slam dunk as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the question for sure because there's, there's definitely there, – there's such a wide range of guys. Like, you know, tall guys that come to mind, obviously a lot of the receivers, but then the guy leading for receivers, Tyreek Hill, he's under six feet. So, I mean, like there's, you know, it's, it's one of those toss up questions. It makes you think a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, a guy that came to mind immediately for me was, was Derek Henry for whatever reason, um, who's over six feet. But again, you know, one receiver comes in and, you know, has a big day. Jefferson, I'm just looking. I'm actually looking at all these guys. So Derrick Henry, six three. The, the only the with the snow game getting moved last week in Buffalo, I saw a graphic where it showed like height of snow in Buffalo, and then it was like Nick Chubb and then Devin Singletary. So those two guys are both south of six feet, and you know definitely in the running for this one too. Yeah, that uh, I saw this hilarious little clip of that. Uh, it was it was an overhead view. It's like the the footage from the Bills game or whatever. If it's played in Buffalo, and it was an overhead view, and it was a hamster running under the snow, but you couldn't see the hamster. You just <laughs> see the snow pushing up. Yeah. So <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Devin Singletary, little gaffer there. All right. Well, uh, that gets us through the Week Twelve slate. So uh, should we get into it? We do we got eight minutes, of the week. eight minutes left. Uh, you know what we you, you've listened to last week's. So you, you're familiar with the Land Ho lock. Do you have yours yeah. ready to go? So am I picking from the list of questions this week, though, from the picks on the sheet? We've fucked it up lately. That was the original plan, but then we also like to like submit it on Bet365, and a lot of these you can't. So if you pick one yeah. that you don't think is bettable... Give us a give us a backup, but yeah, ideally you find one yeah. in here you like, and then back it I'll up. Pick, if I'll pick be. one from this. I'll pick one from this list here. Um, I'll go. I'll go. DK getting a touchdown. You okay. know, he's got uh, double digit touchdowns the last two years. He's only got four in the season. Raiders are terrible. Seahawks coming off a bye. Um, 
you know, I think a lot of positive, positive information, information, uh, going towards Metcalf's way. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, Hanker, do you want to go next? I will go next. This is going to be a bit of a cop out. So, um, I was one in six on my locks at one point this year. I have battled back to five and six. Uh, and my daughter correctly guessed, my one-year-old daughter correctly guessed the uh, Pats last week. So I will actually defer if that's okay, but I, it's going to be the Chargers <laughs> or the Cardinals. Um, once, you, once, you, once your child's back? Yeah, once uh, she wakes up from her nap, I promise I'll uh, update you guys. But uh, uh, hopefully she stays away from the red pen on this one. Um, but hey, if she grabs the Cardinals, that's just good for you, Kevin. Listen, there's 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 a chance the Chargers are kind of crap too, but there's always a chance. Yes, Kyler, Kyler back, back. Do we know? I, I think I think after I think if Colt won Monday, they sit Kyler out. But I think uh, Cliff and Kime and the coaching staff are kind of fighting for their life, so I think <laughs> there's a little bit more pressure for uh, to get yeah. to get our boy in there. All right, all right, all right. Okay, Sacred and team. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go a home underdog here. I'm gonna take the Titans to beat the Bengals. So an almost divisional battle. <laughs> uh <laughs> we're uh i don't know i i just something about the titans they look good last week they they're a sneaky good team and the Bengals they've been kind of hit and miss they've obviously got the firepower jamar chase is questionable this week uh he he'd be a big upgrade but i don't think he's gonna play this week so yeah i'm gonna hold it down i'm gonna go titans uh outright beat the Bengals this week And there we have it. That's another uh, week 12. I mean, going strong. The, as we said, uh, getting exciting next week as we're, you know, looking towards playoffs and we have the most um, controversial, we'll say, player returning too. So (laughs) definitely keep your stick on the ice for a whole bunch of pseudo offside questions with regards to Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Um, Kevin, it's been an absolute treat having you here. I, you know, as we burn through our list of people we actually know that use Bet Pirate, we might have to take your nod and start reaching out to some random people on Twitter to see if they'll come on. That's the way to go, guerrilla marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, you got to get going. Appreciate it, Hayes. You have perked up uh, magnificently since you jumped on this call. Um, I don't want to call this podcast a cure, but it might look that way. Do you have enough energy in you? to give us the outro yar you know what guys uh first of all alabaster's cupcakes you definitely were the medicine i needed um this was wonderful i'm sorry i wasn't exactly my chipper self but uh with that it's been awesome it's been a great little time week 12 in the crow's nest shiver me timbers we're gonna see you guys next time week 13 rubbing tug watson (laughs) bye see you guys All right.